Welcome everybody to Martini's Viscata show about winning momentum in business and in life. Today we're going to do a quick shot. So in 10 minutes or less, I'm going to try to respond to a uh, viewer's question posted on YouTube, I believe. Um, and we're going to give some quick strategies on how to think about business and stock valuation, some strategies for considering valuation, why stock prices go up and down. Um, and that's about it. We're going to try to do that in a quick shot here in 10 minutes or less. Today, we're going to talk about Acreage Holdings Inc. Now, you know, this is not a show about investments, not a show about stock. Uh, so I'm going to use Acreage and the question posed to me as an opportunity to present some strategies for thinking uh, that are relevant uh, to all business owners, entrepreneurs, anyone looking to value a business and think about why shares go up and why shares go down. Uh, disclaimer number one, I am an expert in, although I am an expert in business valuation, I've personally written, <coughs> excuse me, fairness opinions, uh, testified as an expert witness, I've written countless uh, business valuation reports for notional valuations. Having said that, I don't give investment advice. Advice, I am not in the securities business. The companies that I own or are associated with are not in the investment business. They do not give securities advice or investment advice, and I'm not selling you anything. Um, so there's disclaimer number one. Disclaimer number two is uh, specifically on Anchorage Holdings. I, I don't track this stock. I don't hold it. I don't uh, do anything with it. So um, I had a question from uh, Carlo, as I said, a listener. And because of that, and I like to try to respond to uh, questions that are posed to me as best I can. I took a look at this over the weekend, maybe spent an hour on it. So uh, I'm not trying to give you specific facts on acreage or recommend to buy or sell. It's not my business. I don't have the in-depth or the deep dive on acreage holdings, but uh, I'm going to use it as a tool to provide some insight on how to think about some things. For those of you that don't know this company, Acreage Holdings Inc. is a New York-based vertically integrated uh, cannabis operator. They started in 2014. Their goal was to be a seed to sale uh, presence in all 50 states in the U.S. and I think currently they're in about 20 states. February 17th, 2020 on the Martinis with Scott channel, I did a show about cannabis companies in trouble and I touched briefly on acreage. Um, and the point I was trying to make is that the cost of capital, specifically the cost of debt capital, the amount that you pay for your financing is a pretty good indication of risk when you're trying to look at what's going on within a company. And, <coughs> excuse me again, not the virus, I promise you. Um, Acreage, uh, which although is owned by Canopy, which is one of the largest or the largest uh, cannabis company in the world, uh, had at the time around February 17th resorted to $100 million debt financing, senior secured financing that was significantly in part uh, provided by a related party. Their CEO, as I recall, provided a lot of the cash. Uh, the cost of debt was 23%. And it appeared to be structured partially, at least as a death spiral, um, not really a death spiral of finance, but certainly uh, the, the debt service, the interest piece of this uh, uh, was being or is being paid in stock, as I recall, and the, uh, the stock didn't have a floor on the price. So as, uh, as the price falls out of the market, uh, more and more shares need to be issued, which creates a significant dilution to minority shareholders sort of what a death spiral financing is all about. So at the time of my show, I pronounced uh, Acreage Holdings to be a troubled company, uh, predicted that the stock would drop and that the financing would cost more, way more than 23% as a cost of capital. Why? Because you'd be issuing more shares uh, because the price is gonna go down. At the time, stock price was $5.50. So what has happened since that show? Basically in the last two months, 
Last Friday, uh, stock was around $2.20, a 16% decline in two months, uh, which means they need to issue two, uh, roughly two and a half off the top of my head, two and a half the times more stock to pay the same dollar amount of interest, which means their cost of capital, again, off the top of my head, would be way over 50%, uh, um, which is a lot for a cost of capital. <coughs> Excuse me. They terminated a uh, uh, two, I think, previously announced uh, acquisitions. Uh, they suspended all of their 2020 outlook and targets, which is both a function of being troubled, but also I think COVID was starting to kick in on that uh, decision. And I think significantly related to COVID, uh, they had temporarily expected temporary closures in the in their construction and regulatory delay regulatory delays in a number of the U.S. states. Uh, they laid off over 100 employees. Again, I think that was more COVID than, and bad luck than anything else. Having said that, looks like my predictions from February 17th are looking pretty good, and I'm happy about that. So with that background, uh, Carlo, a listener, uh, uh, wrote in, and, and uh, here was his investment thesis, and I thought it was interesting enough that we could do a, a quick shot about it. So fact, according to Carlo, 2021, Revenue is expected to be $300, $400 million. Uh, that is true from my quick little research on uh, analyst models. Some of them are looking at $450 million uh, of revenue in 2021. I'm not sure whether that was CAD or US. I didn't go back and look. So maybe that reconciles exactly to where you're at, Carlo, but, I, but maybe they're projecting even a bit more than you suggested. Uh, fact two, they have a very... Um, Oh, sorry, I missed fact. Uh, anyways, fact two, a $200 million market cap. Yeah, that's true. When I looked yesterday, it was about $225 million, So you're pretty much on there. Fact three, they have uh, uh, 68.5 million shares. Outstanding. Uh, I think you need to go back and check that. Uh, I think that's more or less right on a, on a basic basis, but you need to look at the dilutive impact of their balance sheet, which is significant. I think you're going to find your shares uh, on a dilutive basis are, are more than double what you think they are. Uh, fact, uh, what am I on? Four, three, four, something like that. They raised about $150 million at these prices, so there's definite value. Uh, no, they, they raised debt financing, um, which tells you nothing about the value of your minority shares. And in fact, the way it was structured is highly dilutive uh, to your share position. And now the conclusion was basically that, don't we think that if they come close to $300 million revenue in 2021, market cap should be well over a billion dollars uh, at that time. And, and my response, the short response is maybe, but there's zero evidence of that. So let me give you three ways to help think about uh, valuation um, and, and this particular situation. So number one, what is value? Remember that value 100% of the time is perspective in nature. It means it's forward looking and it's the amount of future cash that you can put in your pocket when today, okay, so it's at a point in time, and is discounted for that time and is discounted for the risk, okay? So future cash discounted for risk, disc discounted for time uh, to today. That's what uh, value is. Every And the proper model for that is a discounted cash flow model. Every other valuation methodology, a multiple of this, a multiple of that, is a shortcut to a DCF model, a discounted cash flow model. Historical revenue is not a metric for valuation. You know, the analysts are projecting $448 million that I saw in revenue in 2021, but they're still projecting a net loss. You know, the, the value in 2021 depends entirely on the projections 
that you would look at in 2021 to make that valuation distinction. So what's the cash flow projection for 22, 23, 24, 25? That's what drives the value, not the historical revenue that already happened in 2021. So uh, it's a bad thinking, it's a technical flaw on your part to look at uh, historical revenue in the future, uh, projected historical revenue to come up with the market cap at that time. So why do you think acreage is, is gonna be a good bet? Let's talk about it, cash flow, time, risk. That's what drives valuation. Do you have any cash flow insight different from the market? No. In this instance, you don't, right? Your judgment is the same. Uh, time is today. Like, what's the value of the stock today? That's what you ought to be focusing on. So the only thing left is risk, right? So if you think it's a good bet today, I want you to remember or think about the fact that the reason you think it's a good bet is because you're assessing the risk differently than the market. Now, that may be a good thing to do, but that's what you're doing. By the way, if that's what you're doing, analysts agree with you. Analysts are looking at this thing as a, uh, the recent report in April that I saw was a $12. They're using a really low discount rate, which means they're putting a really low risk on this, certainly from my view. So that's how valuation works. Think about cash, time, risk. Uh, the second point I wanted to raise is Scott's theory of why now, and this is about momentum. What's going to change it right now? Uh, target price from the analysts in uh, December 2018, $35. August 2019, $30. November 2019, $20. February 2020, $15. April 2020, $12. What's going to break that trend? If you're going to break against it, if you're going to bet against that negative trend, you need a reason why now. Why is it going to change when you buy the stock? Okay, that's the momentum is the most important thing, I believe, in business and life. This entire show is premised on that. Uh, it's maybe everything, and it doesn't change by itself. Why now? Ask yourself that question. Third point, supply and demand. This The math that I gave you on uh, a discounted cash flow, the way to think about that uh, is true, but in an efficient market. But markets are not efficient, particularly for... Uh, a cap of uh, a market cap of this size. So the why now issue um, goes against the market efficiency, and so does the most important thing by far at this size of stock, which is supply and demand. We all think that uh, markets are efficient and fundamentals are going to rule the day, but that's simply not true. So, what drives demand for the stock or creates supply uh, or, or limits supply, which is going to bring prices up? Obviously, here's some ideas: fundamentals. Um, acreage has bad fundamentals; so they don't have that. Analyst reports, yeah, they've got a $12 analyst report in a $2 market or a $3 market, so that's a good thing. Uh, positive momentum, i.e. growth, which has both an emotional and a mathematical huge impact. They do not have that. Um, and marketing and stock promotion, right? What, what gets the word out there? Well, those are things that would create demand to drive the price up. Uh, I would suggest they have one out of four of those key things. Uh, what increases supply or reduces demand and therefore drives the price down? Bad fundamentals. Uh, that's what acreage has. Uh, negative momentum, clearly. Uh, balance sheet financings that can wipe out minority, minority investors, clearly. Dilutive transactions and financial instruments, clearly. And here's a big one that people don't talk about in the cannabis space in the U.S., excluding most of the money. Institutional, it's against law, right, at a federal level. Institutional investors will not touch this stock anytime in the near future, which means there is no demand of cash going into this from the big players. It's a retail uh, trade, and that's not changing anytime soon. Carlo, those are my, uh, those are my two cents. Um, please remember the fundamentals of valuation, uh, the theory of why now. You always need to answer that. Supply and demand drives everything. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry I didn't make my 10 minutes. 
This is Martinis with Scott. It's been a quick shot. Please subscribe. Uh, we're a show about winning momentum in life and in business. We're on uh, YouTube. Uh, please subscribe there. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Talk to you later.